Ladies and gentlemen, what's going down? It's your boy, Mr. Hurd, live and in full effect. Holding down for anchor.fm forward slash 215. You know what I'm saying? The DAUS, the Divine Artistic United Society. Shout out to everyone visiting us over at www.daus.me. I'm over here right now in my painting bag. It's been a wonderful day so far. Beautiful deer. This is my incense. I'm lighting my incense right now. I got my little zen, my little zen setup going on. And um just did a live stream talking to artists about, you know, different stuff, art stuff like that. Did some running around, got caught in the rain really fast and everything like that. Got to do some reading. And I realized that um, you know, I haven't um been here to talk with you guys for a bit. I've been doing a lot of moving around. Had some major changes in my life. So I'm still working some of those things out. You know, I'm getting prepared to be able to launch our show more consistently. But we're, we're, we're here. We're doing it. All right. And I wanted to talk to you guys today just about the ego a little bit and um, and how it's used against us. All right. I'm going to kind of free free it. Free. I'm going to excuse me. Freestyle this thing. I'm sorry. All right, but I've been reading this book here by Eckhart Tolle. If you guys have been following me on Instagram and stuff like that, I've been mentioning this book. You see me when I'm in a coffee shop, so I'm checking it out. It's called Eckhart Tolle. It's, excuse me, it's called A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose, all right, by Eckhart Tolle. All right, it says a, it's a number one New York Times bestseller. Well, he's the number one New York Times bestseller author of The Power of Now. Okay, that was one of his other books. Okay. And uh, so I've been reading this guy and this book is absolutely impressive. I would say breathtaking. It is absolutely impressive. And it is written beautifully. It is discussing a very complex subject in such a beautiful way. And I mean complex in terms of we're talking about the ego, which is a part of the self, which is an invisible part of the self, which leads us more often than our true self. So to to be fair, I would not say that this is something easy for someone who has not already begun a role of self-mastery to pick up and really indulge in and enjoy. Um, I would think that the, the person who reads this book has already began a journey of trying to began a a journey of self-evaluation and self-improvement and things like this before he would actually or she would be able to um, embrace this truthfully without dismissing it as like, you know, nonsense or something that someone's saying, you know, just hogwash. But it's very powerful. And he talks a lot about the ego, primarily about the ego. Um, the many different ways we identify with the ego and different ways we're controlled by it, um, misled by it, and, and and hidden by our egos. You know, that it's very possible that we can spend much of our lifetime never knowing our true self, but living as our ego the majority of the time. So that's all very interesting stuff. But from it, I wanted to share with some people just a bit about um, how our egos are attacked. 
once you can identify and after you've identified with your own egoic ways and you began to see and correct and check your own ego, you then began to start to really understand yourself for the first time, the self behind the ego. And after you began to understand that there's an, a true self behind that ego, you can now monitor the ego. You can now acknowledge the ego when it becomes present. You can tell the ego to go away. You can take more control. And what you'll begin to see is that the ego likes particular things. It favors negativity and emotionalness and reactions and response, you know, it really thrives off of negativity. And so much of our negative thinking, negative thoughts are driven by our egos. Now, this is such a regular occurring phenomenon in everyone that in most cases, humans, when we interact, it's not true self to true self or true awareness to awareness. It's unawareness to unawareness. It's the ego to the ego. And when you're not aware of this, you can easily be triggered. And when this behavior goes prolonged, it can become it can become the role that you take on every day. It can become what you seek out every day, this negativity. It can become such a part of you that without it, you can't function. And hopefully you guys have grasped that bit there. Hopefully that makes sense. But many of us in this world are already at that stage where our egos rule us day to day. We go to sleep as our egos and we wake up as our egos. And we go right to the things that feed our egos right away. Most of the time we do not. And you have to be honest with your own self, but most of the time, most people wake up and they go to what is negativity. Now their egos might still be in control of them to the point where if they're hearing me say this, they'll say, I don't do anything negative when I go up, get up. I'll just check my Facebook. But at Facebook, we'll find sources of negativity right away. As soon as you open it up and you go to the time feed, what do we see? Oh, she's saying this. That's crazy. Oh, this person left me this kind of message. Who do they think they are? See? Negativity. Or we'll get up and we'll say, oh my gosh, I don't feel like going to work. Ah, uh, that girl's going to be there. She's going to get on my nerves. Um, let me hurry up and get dressed. Uh, but I just don't feel like we go right to negativity. Or we'll get up and we might not talk. We'll shower. We'll think to ourselves, we'll get out and we'll turn on the news. And the news will say what? You know? So there's all these different things and ways our ego looks for and seeks out the negativity. And we have become accustomed to this. 
it is not the common practice of the majority to avoid these negative practices. That is not what we do. We go directly towards them. But once we start to understand this ego and to not let it control us or rule us, we can now begin to tame that ego. When it appears, we can silence it. And once we're really disciplined and matured in the practice, we can lock it away. And locking it away would then make people's attempt to appeal to our egos more visible, more evident. Now, when people use incendiary language, we'll hear it as incendiary language and not respond with the ego. But allow that person's ego to starve. We'll let it starve by not giving it the negative responses that it needs to thrive. We'll let it starve by removing ourselves from the scene. We'll let it starve or in fact, in some ways, extinguish the ego of others by showering with love, praise and attention when possible. But we'll begin to no longer be ruled or controlled by the manipulation of others. Aiming to appeal to our egos. Hey, everyone, we appreciate all your love and support. If you would like to make a monetary donation to help our program keep on growing, Visit us today at www.paypal.me forward slash Divine Artistic United.